Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, a real estate investment program. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family. We bring you experts every day to discuss and answer your questions on everything from single-family homes all the way up to 600-plus-unit apartment complexes. And now, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Well, hey, Happy New Year. Uh, we made it uh, across another threshold and uh, glad to be here. And thinking about financial freedom, I have to ask you, what are you doing to work on your own financial freedom? Do you have any goals, any, any resolutions since we're thinking about the new year? Do you maybe want to double or triple or heck quadruple your net worth? Perhaps starting this year. And I bring this up because, you know, I've been perusing the sundry websites out there. It's always interesting to see what they're posting, especially at the start of the year, because you see a lot of stuff about resolutions and goal setting and improving in, in the new year. And, and one that caught my eye in particular is uh, it's an article. It's titled Eight Steps to a Higher Net Worth in 2022. All right, this is an article. This was in uh, U.S. News. This was penned by uh, Jeff Williams. This just came out a couple days ago, uh, early January of this year. And uh, he addresses that, and he gives you eight steps to, to create a higher net worth this year. And, uh, you know, I, I read through this, and I've got some notes for you. We're going to go through this together. And I think there's some good advice in here. I also think there's some bad advice, and I think there's some missing items as well. And I'll sprinkle in a number of those other things to, to help you on that journey. So without further ado, let, let's just dive right in. And they talk here, you know, as opener is if you're someone who makes New Year's resolutions, creating a high net worth is probably on your list, is it? Now, I will tell you, if you've caught the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, we talk about a number of topics, and building net worth can be one of those. Often we're talking about cash flow and creating more cash flow. Of course, that can feed net worth. But that's a whole other show. And in fact, I think that will be next week's show. So let's focus on building net worth this week. And then next week, let's come back and, and let's address cash flow in particular. So back to this article, eight steps there. Like I said, there's some good advice. And, and his first step here, his first step, if that's your quote unquote resolution for the year, 
by the way, if it's a resolution, I don't know if that's quite going to get you there. It needs to be a goal. It needs to be written down. It needs to be something that you think about regularly that you have in a conspicuous place to remind you exactly what you're targeting. Uh, but a little bit more on that later. First step he has here is update your budget. Hey, I can't argue with that. I think that's a, I think that's a great advice. Question is, do you have a budget? Well, if not, maybe that's a good place to start. And I'll just tell you what I like to do. We've we've got I just in Excel. I just track what we're spending in in sundry categories. In fact, he mentions here he references a number of um, financial advisors throughout this article from different locations. And this gentleman he's quoting is in Knoxville, and he talks about evaluating your monthly budget in buckets of quote unquote important expenses, lifestyle expenses, as well as non-essential expenses. That's exactly what I do. Um, just to see what am I spending on food, on electricity, on, on gas, on, on diesel, on, on all those things, on my, on my now five-year-old, and so on and so forth. And it lets me see maybe where something's blowing up from month to month, where I can make adjustments and see where my discretionary income is going. And that's a great idea. That is a great idea. And I'm going to tell you now, that budget is just one part of the, the puzzle. And what that effectively represents is your your cash in and your cash out. And that probably ties to next week's show, talking about cash flow. So it's kind of a P&L, profit and loss of sorts. And it's interesting, that, you know, if you read through this article, again, uh, Eight Steps to a Higher Net Worth in 2022 on U.S. News. It takes them four pages to get to that missing component, and they don't even go into details there. What is missing is a benchmark. If we're talking about net worth... Do you know what that is already? Have you sat down and figured that out? How do you do that? Well, if a budget represents your cash in and out, your, your profit and loss essentially, and you can add your income and all the things that flow in as well there, not just what's flowing out. You want those to balance, or ideally you want to have a, a surplus at the end of the month from that cash in. But what's missing is the what I'll call the balance sheet side of things. That's your your personal financial statement. And, and he doesn't ever mention it in this article in that sense, but we've talked about it on, on, on prior shows. It's very, very important if you're going to measure your net worth and if you want to grow a higher net worth, where are you starting? If you don't know that number, how do you know if you're growing? So what is a, a what does that balance sheet look like? It's basically a list of all of your assets on one side and all of your liabilities, all of your debts on another. And here I'm not talking about the actual cash flow that's going out, but the actual level of that debt. For example, if you have a home mortgage that sits at $150,000 right now, you're paying a thousand bucks a month on it, but you're at 150 next month, you'll drop to 140 and some change, right? 149.5, 149, 140. That's what I want to focus on is the actual level of the debt. And your net worth is simply those assets that you have minus those liabilities. So if you haven't done that, forget about the budget for now. If you want to measure and grow your net worth, we need to have a benchmark. And that's your starting point right there. Now, the second question might be forgetting about resolutions, but more thinking in terms of goals. Where do you want to get to? Where do you want that net worth number two to be at the end of the year? Maybe at the end of five years. Somewhere in between. So if you haven't done that already... Start by looking at all of your assets. That can be the value of your home. If you have rental property like I do, the value of those rental houses or the portfolio of passive apartment investments, your car, your truck, 
anything like that, what you have in your 401k and those other retirement accounts, what you have in, in the bank, those are your assets, your liabilities, of course, then, like we mentioned, the mortgage on that house, any car note you have, if you're still schlepping around those student loans, credit card debt, and so on, sit down and figure those out. And that's going to get you your net worth. Again, assets minus liabilities. And then after you've done that, well, are you trending upward or downward with your cash flow, with your profit and loss? That's the budget. So if you don't have a budget, you need to do that as well. So that's your homework out of the first segment, I would say, is if you haven't done these things already, sit down and figure out your assets minus your liabilities equals your net worth, and then get together that monthly expenditure list that you have. Hold that against your incoming cash flow from jobs or wherever. Are you positive? Are you negative? Is that going to be taking you in the right or wrong direction? We'll carry on when we come back. Stick around. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Now, let's get back to your map to financial freedom. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. You're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. And today we're taking a look at an article I came across just a couple days ago. A lot of these out there right now, especially at the beginning of the year. Eight Steps to a Higher Net Worth in 2022. That was the name of the article. And there's some good advice. There's some good thoughts in here. Uh, but there's a lot of missing stuff. And we already examined item number one, step number one, which is to update your budget. If you don't have one, build that budget. But a big missing piece there, in my view, is establishing just what is your net worth right now. A lot of people don't know that. And if you don't know that, that's your homework now is to sit down and figure out your total assets, your total liabilities, subtract the liabilities from your assets. That is your net worth. And where do you want to be by the end of this year? And you can set that up as an ongoing personal financial statement. That's that's what that's called, essentially. Go to our website, lifestylesunlimited.com. You can catch some of our prior shows in the past. I know this has been talked about several times because it's very important. If you don't know where you're starting and where you're going, it's hard to get there. 
So start with that basis. I'd focus on that very much because it is very, very important if that's what you want to do in this year. So number two, moving on, we're talking about eight steps. Number two, he says, boost your savings. And here he's talking about focusing in particular uh, on a, a savings account at a bank. We're not thinking about the retirement funds or any of that stuff, specifically a, a savings account. In fact, he goes so far to say, if you don't have one, you absolutely need one. Well, if you don't have one, you're, you're starting a little bit farther behind, I would say. Um, you do want one. And above all else, he goes in here as well and talks about an emergency fund. Uh, we'll get to that here in, in just a minute. I think that's very, very important. And for me as a, a real estate investor, for you, if you already own rental houses, for example, that you're controlling and managing on your own, that might be your, your CapEx budget or your CapEx account or funding account that you have set aside, for example. But he goes on to say that without savings, without that account in order to put money aside and help you organize your finances, it's hard to imagine becoming wealthy. And I, and I lean on that in particular, hard to imagine becoming wealthy because I don't want you to become confused. This savings account is not what's going to get you to financial freedom. It is simply a tool in your toolbox, which essentially how allows you to be properly capitalized for sundry reasons. We'll talk about that. But having a savings account and just continually moving all of your funds into there, that's that's going to get you limited results. I mean, if you go to your bank right now, if you have a savings account or an interest bearing checking account, what are you earning? 0.005%, something like that. It's it's ridiculously low, especially in the fact that what have we heard about again and again? And inflation's here and it keeps coming and it keeps getting higher. I haven't seen them, at least in any accounts that I own, I haven't seen them seen seen the banks make any adjustments to my interest earned there, unfortunately. So you're you're not gonna become wealthy. He says it's hard to imagine becoming wealthy. Well, I'm telling you, you're not going to become wealthy simply by parking those funds in that savings account. But it is absolutely a good thing to have. And again, this goes back to the notion of an emergency fund. And, and you'll hear every financial planner out there talk about having one of these. And personally, my wife and I, we have an emergency fund for our household. And then separately for our rental business, we have a, a, a repair fund, essentially. And I think that's a great idea. You, you do want to be well capitalized. That, that will help you get through those road bumps. And that's what an emergency fund will do for you on the personal side. Car breaks down. You need those funds now to go get those $1,000, $2,000 repairs done. We hit this. We, we ran into this just two weeks ago uh, on my wife's car. Well, no problem. You know, we draw that down. Then we'll replenish that as we need to. It, it helps you smooth out those occasional bumps. And for a rental property, the, the same thing is true there. As, you know, maybe your AC goes out. You want to be ready for that. Personally, over the years, what I do, I just set aside $50 a month per house um, up to some target amount. I'm not going to do that every month ad infinitum. That will effectively grow that savings account far too greatly. Um, and I'll have some, some, some dead, uh, dead wealth there, essentially, that's not performing. So you determine here again, thinking about goals, what is the amount I want to set aside per house or for my emergency fund? And typically you hear people talk about emergency funds. You want six months of coverage for your personal side. If I'm thinking about a rental property, is that 3000 per property? Is that 5,000? That, that's going to come down to you and your uh, risk tolerance. I would say the, the, the lower risk thing is to have a higher value in there per, per house. But once you get to that target, stop setting that money aside because now you can use that to invest. In, in, instead, in fact, the, the article goes on to say, and I'm quoting here, 
There is no downside to fattening up a savings account. Well, actually, yes, at some point there is. It's called opportunity cost. And if I'm continuing to put that money just into that very low interest bearing account, well, I'm missing out on other options. I could invest in something with a much better return like single family rental houses, which is what I do is why I do it as well as multifamily apartments. So as you beef up that emergency fund, as you beef up that savings account, recognize that at some point you may want to stop so that you can direct those funds into something else. Maybe that's a capital account for, for, for investing. So number two, number one, update your budget. Number two, boost your, your savings. Number three, he goes on to say, pay off debt. Again, I, I can't argue with that. Now I'm going to say some debt is different than others. And by the way, this is where they finally go on to define net worth as the sum of liabilities minus assets. It took them quite a bit of time to get to that into the, in, in the article. I hit that out the gate because I think you need to know what your net worth is now when you start to consider this, uh, this whole article. But they want you to start attacking that that debt first rule of increasing your net worth is debt elimination i would disagree with that it's creating those assets that are going to grow now if we're thinking about consumer debt and and, and in particular high interest credit cards sure you, you want to get those out of your life now do i use a credit card i absolutely do let's say we're renovating a house and i need to buy some supplies for my contractor or whatever um i absolutely put that on a credit card why it's a it's a, just a function a form of payment uh, i get i get i get rewards from the credit card and i pay it off every month so we're not we're not carrying that debt if you are yeah you, you do want to focus on that what about the car note or an even bigger debt your your home mortgage well i'd say don't rush those and you know at lifestyles unlimited you'll hear us talk about in fact you can catch some of our prior shows as well on this topic we talk about cash flow chunking and it, it's really a, a notion where you think about the debts that you have, the payments that you're making every month. This goes back to the cash flow side of things. Again, we'll talk about that more next week. But you want to pick up chunks of inbound cash flow to offset those outbound debts. This is where knowing your budget is very helpful, by the way. And you can target. So credit cards, get those gone. Uh, but that car payment, that that monthly mortgage payment, I would focus on chunking instead. And, and maybe if your car payment, let's say it's $500 a month, get one single family house that's bringing in 500 every month. And that goes right out to cover that payment. And instead of just throwing all your money at that debt and having nothing but being debt free at the end of the day, what you've done instead is put that money into an appreciating asset. It's paying you now to cover that debt flow. But when you're done, when that debt is paid off, you still have that asset. You still have that cash flow. You still have that appreciating house or apartment community. Home mortgage, a uh, whole other thing, you know, people talk about having the paid off home. Here's the problem. That becomes what's called dead equity. There's something else you can do with that. Stick around. We'll hit that when we come back from the break. And number four, we'll talk about retirement. Stay tuned. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Warning, listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. We will teach you how to create wealth and passive income so you can be financially free. And now, back to your host. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. If you have any questions for me, you can send me an email to askandy at l-u-i-n-c 
com. Again, that is askandy at L-U-I-N-C, L-U-I-N-C dot com. I, I do answer those personally as quickly as I can. And I love to have your questions because it fuels ideas for, for the shows for me as well. I have a lot of very well thought out, very thoughtful questions. Some are bigger picture that I hear from you. Some are very narrow. Hey, I, I've got this one, this one thing I'm thinking about, you know, maybe may a particular issue on a property, whatever. Of course, if you're a member at Lifestyles Unlimited and, and, and you're using our mentors, those are the guys you really need to talk to. Um, great. I, I interviewed one of our multifamily mentors actually for my last show of the year or early, early this year, uh, Alex. And uh, he's one of the mentors here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And, and guys like that, man, they, they've been doing this for a long time. They've, they've, been, they've had their hands in all the pies. For example, he's, he's, he's an investor in his solo deals as an apartment investor, passive in apartment deals. He leads deals. Uh, he's, he's just all over the place. And, and, and our mentors come with a wealth of knowledge. So if you are a member, those are the guys you, you really want to talk to. And if you want to learn more, again, go to lifestylesunlimited.com. And I'd encourage you, there's a button there. If you're not familiar with us, click on the free work shop just an hour and a half of your time and uh, you can learn more about investing in single family uh, rental houses as well as uh, apartment communities so both of those actions by the way will help propel you down this path of getting attaining a, a higher net worth and that's the focus of this article this this gentleman's put together eight steps um, to help get you there in 2022 good ideas I think in, in a lot of places we're gonna see a few that may be less so um, and there's some things that are missing altogether and we've talked about updating your budget we've talked about boosting your savings we were talking at the end of the last segment about paying off debt the last thing I want to hit there is that home mortgage because for a lot of people they just want to get that thing paid off and they actually comment in this article about not doing that why they say with mortgage rates at historic lows that is the last thing you want to do now I think they're saying last in the order of debt payoff for me it's more taking advantage of that equity that I have in my house we did a cash out refinance on my personal property just this past year why to the point interest rates are low other point appreciation we've got equity in there or we did we pulled that out so as you're aggressively paying down that house, start to realize that you're having zero return on that money that you're putting into that house. Peace of mind, perhaps, is the only thing. I get peace of mind by pulling that money out and putting it in a handful of other investments. We got into several multifamily passive deals, in fact, with those funds. Is that helping us grow our net worth? It absolutely is. So if you are, if you are a homeowner and you're sitting on some equity, it is a great time to do a cash out refinance to put those funds to work somewhere else. Don't let that equity be dead for you. So number four, moving on, increase retirement contributions. Now at its foundation, what he's talking about is, you know, what, what many expect, experts say is you need to put 10 to 15% of your annual income into your retirement account, into that 401k. Here's the problem. That is, that is the conventional wisdom path. And you've heard us talk about it on the show before that path says hey you go to school elementary high school you get good grades so you can get into a college and you continue to work hard to get those good grades so that when you graduate with a ton of debt by the way you can get a good job and now you're gonna work at that job for 10 20 30 40 years and feed that retirement account and hope that you can retire and hope that you do not outlive those funds before you die it's the conventional wisdom path that does not work. 
Among other things, you're giving up control of those funds as soon as you do that. If you've taken the time to look through the portfolio of options you have at that with those mutual funds in that particular 401k, your, your employer chooses, right? Who, who are we going to use? Who's going to be our administrator? What funds are in there are limited. And you're giving up control. You know, I, I suggest just set that contribution to zero and reallocate those funds to something that you can control. And here too, you know, we mentioned the cash flow chunking. Um, I think that's a better use of your funds. You know, create those savings, create that emergency fund if you don't have that. If you have the rental portfolio, great, you're on the right path. Continue to accrue for any kind of capex or anything you might need, or start to feed those into a, a capital account for for investing. Um, but start to build those assets instead that are going to be throwing cash flow that you control. You know, here too, they tell you that a lot of financial advisors suggest that you both pay down the debt and build that retirement fund at the same time. They say, hey, if you've got $500 a month, split it, put 250 towards that future and 250 towards that debt. Again, we would tell you, hey, no, create that cash flow snowball. Now, there's another word. We'll get into that next week, but you'll see that over time, as you accrue these assets that are cash flowing, that cash flow snowball, what does it do? It turns faster and faster. It gets bigger and bigger. You got more and more stuff coming in your, your door in terms of cash, as, as, in, ter in terms of income that you control. That's what I love about real estate. I am in control of my single family portfolio. I do self-manage. Now, you don't have to. There are a lot of property management companies out there that, that you can use uh, to make that more passive for you, but uh, I'm in full control. I choose what asset I buy. I choose what passive multifamily investment I get into. I am in the driver's seat with that 401k with those IRAs. I'm, I'm limited. I am. I'm absolutely limited. Now, moving on, number five. So we've updated our budget, boosted our savings. We're paying off debt. We're increasing retirement contributions. If you follow this, these steps, number five, this is very, very important. And, and I'm very glad they, they put this here. Invest in yourself. And I think too, too little, we, we just don't do that enough. Once you get out of college, that's when you've invested in yourself. I'm going to school. I'm going to get that diploma. Now I'm done. That's the problem. Now I'm done. You put a fork in it, it's done. But it shouldn't be. Uh, you, you need to focus on continuous learning. And this notion of investing in, in, in yourself, I, 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 I applaud this. It, it is wonderful advice. Now, specifically, unfortunately here, he goes on to say, think about going back to school. Think about getting that graduate degree. Oh, by the way, and weigh your potential earnings with that graduate degree against that, what that graduate school student loan debt. I'd say instead, invest in yourself and learn about what we're talking about on this show and what we'll get into next week as well, learning about real estate investing. Well, how do you do that? Well, I already mentioned once, you can go to our web website, lifestylesunlimited.com, register for the free workshop, and it's just an hour and a half of your time. That is a great investment in yourself to start. Of course, there are other options. You may want to look around your community, see where there are real estate events going on. There will be a lot going on right now. Everyone likes to hit the ground running in the new year. I just checked a couple of places. Meetup.com is a good place to go. Um, Facebook bulletin boards, whatever they're called these days, uh, you can find groups that are publishing their, their meetings and whatnot. Lifestyles Unlimited, of course. Um, but get out there and, and network and talk to people that are successfully doing what you want to learn about and that you want to do. Again, as part of thinking in, in terms of net worth, as part of your plan, your trajectory to get to that higher net worth by the end of the year, next year, three years in, five years in. 
And I'll tell you, as far as Lifestyles Unlimited goes, there's no better place than our, our case study. We do these on Thursdays. Uh, I know there's one coming up. We've got them going on in Houston, uh, here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, San Antonio, Phoenix. Um, we do these virtually as well. In fact, if you're on Facebook, you can follow us there. Those are broadcasts there. If you use YouTube, subscribe. We broadcast those there as well. It's a great opportunity to see the numbers around single family and multifamily to, to learn and, and to understand how the numbers work, what people did to reposition that single family or that multifamily property to increase the cash flow and to create wealth. And it's that wealth creation that'll propel you down that path of net worth growth. Questions for me, you can send me an email to askandy at luinc.com. Again, that is askandy at luinc.com. I, I do answer those personally as quickly as I can. And I love to have your questions because it fuels ideas for, for the shows for me as well. I have a lot of very well thought out, very thoughtful questions. And there's one place actually, I said there's no better place than our case study. Let me, let me revise that. There is one better place and it is coming up soon. It's our Wealth and Passive Income Expo 2022. That's going to be March 16th through the 19th in Houston. Uh, passes are on sale now. You can go to wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com to learn more. A lot of education there, a lot of networking. That is going to be a great place to be. Continuous learning, very, very important. Stick around. We'll be right back. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. It's time to turn up the volume and fine-tune your passive income plan so you can create the lifestyle you've always wanted. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. And I do want to mention, I do want to give the website to learn more about our financial freedom program and the two-day seminar, the first on day one, single family. That website is Give Me Total Freedom, all written together, GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. And you can see when we have our upcoming two-day seminars, you can do those online, by the way, if you're still a little bit shy about getting out there. But we have them going on in person. You can see Houston, Dallas, Denver, Austin, Jacksonville, Florida, Richmond, Virginia, Phoenix, Arizona, just to name a few. And if you use the promo code when you register, save big, all caps, that's going to give you a two-year membership at a massive discount. So learn more at GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. If you have any questions for me, you can send me an email to AskAndy at L-U-I-N-C.com. I hope you're ready to hit the ground running. Here we are. We've turned over a new calendar year, uh, 2022, and we're talking about eight steps to a higher net worth in 2022. And that's the name of an article, actually, that I came across a couple couple days ago on U.S. News. Um, and we've looked at a number of those steps already. And, and some of these are very good things to do. Updating your budget. Now, they failed to talk about creating that personal financial statement that, that tells you what your net worth is. Very, very important part of this conversation, of course. Um, if you missed any of the earlier show, you can go to lifestylesunlimited.com, click on the radio tab. Uh, we do archive the podcast there. So we've talked about a couple of these bullet points already. The last three. Last three, investing in yourself, by the way, we talked about is number five. I think that should be one of the first things you do is investing in yourself. And unlike the article, I don't mean going back to school. I don't mean spending more money, taking on more debt for yet another diploma. I mean learning about real estate investing in, in among other places, a platform like Lifestyles Unlimited, great place to be. And I mentioned the Wealth and Passive Income Expo because that is coming up here in just a couple of months. It's going to be March 16th through the 19th in Houston, Texas. And those passes 
are available now. I want you to go to wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com to learn more about that. I'll be down there. I hope to see you as well. And on the notion, by the way, of continuous learning, I was just looking through the calendar for January, what's going on more broadly at Lifestyles Unlimited. I can see, for example, when the, the two-day financial freedom seminars are going to be and where a number of things going on outside of Texas right now. But for example, here coming up on Wednesday, the, the 19th, there's a there's a webinar on federal Pacific panels. What is that? If you don't know, it's a type of fuse box that I like to replace. And the, the topic is what to know. And that comes up in a lot of our conversations. That's part of the rehab we do. That's part of the, I'll go to that because that's part of the continuous education that I'm always feeding myself to invest in myself and to become better. I just bring that up as an, as an example, very concrete example for you, uh, ways that we can help you continue to grow as well. So moving on, and, and there are a couple of very concrete things that uh, the gentleman gets into here. Uh, number six on the eight steps to increasing your net worth, lower your tax bill. That makes sense. That's something we all want to do, isn't it? Keep more of what we make. Uncle Sam, I, I love Uncle Sam, but boy, he's a demanding guy. That's a real de demanding guy, and he's always wanting to get his grubby mitts into my, <laughs> into my kitty. Well, we want to lower that tax bill, and there are a couple of ways we, we think about that from the real estate investor perspective. Of course, typically you're thinking IRS income tax. And with real estate investing, the great thing is we pay low to no taxes on our cash flow if we're doing it right. You learn about that at Lifestyles Unlimited, by the way. But a big piece of that reduced tax burden is, is thanks to depreciation. It's a, it's a paper expense that allows me to offset my cash flow by depreciating or essentially writing off a portion of my single family house every year. Right, the IRS code tells me what I can do there. We do the same thing on multifamily, by the way, same real estate. Um, it gets even better, by the way, with multifamily because there's something called cost segregation where they go out and they look at the building, they look at its constituent parts because some of those parts get depreciated faster. And if you do that analysis and really dive in, there's an engineering study that goes along with it. You can accelerate that depreciation. And when we're talking about a multi-million dollar asset and you're accelerating the depreciation, guess what? You may take a really big loss in a given year on paper. And that's the beauty of it. And, and I encountered this personally myself this year. I was coming towards the end of 2021, and we did really well on our cash flow on, on our properties in, in 2021. I thought, okay, do I maybe want to go ahead and pay my property taxes? I normally pay those in January of the following year. That's what's allowed in Texas. I, I debated, do I need to pull those property tax payments forward to create a little bit more expense because we had such a banner year? And then I heard from our latest multifamily investment. They said, you know what, guys? We just closed on this thing a few months ago. They said, we had the cost segregation study done. We're going to take a massive paper loss. Congratulations. You can take this now and offset any gains you've had in the year. Offset some of your income from your job if you have one still. I said, great. I don't no longer have to consider pulling those property tax payments forward. I'll treat them as normal because that loss right there is going to keep me negative in the eyes of the IRS. I am effectively lowering my tax bill. All legal. The other thing, of course, is when they when I go to sell one of my houses, I will do a 1031 exchange and I will defer the capital gains. So I will be keeping more of my money and rolling that into the next investment or two or three. If you're not sure what a 1031 exchange is, again, go to our website, lifestylesunlimited.com. There's a search bar at the bottom and you can search for that. Great way to not avoid, we're not talking tax avoidance, but defer those, continue to roll those forward so that you can grow and so that you can continue to grow your net worth, which is the topic for the day today. 
And finally, property tax, that comes up. That'll come up in the spring because here in Texas, that's when we start to see what the county appraisal districts have set our values at. But we learn at Lifestyles Unlimited, again, thinking about continuous education, we learn how to effectively protest those values so that we can keep that tax burden lower at the county level. Something very, very important for you to do as well if you want to continue to grow that net worth and keep that cash flow in place as well, of course. Number seven, I'm going to come back to number seven. Number eight, audit your insurance. This kind of goes for me hand in hand with taxes. And, and here that is great advice because we're talking health insurance, auto insurance, whatever insurance you have. And in talking with people over the years, I find very commonly people are, are situated, they're, they're stuck, they're sitting in bed with that same captive agent that they've been with for 30 years. And when I say captive, that means that they're working for one single insurance company, period. That could be a problem. Because as rates go up, do you know what's going on in the market? Is that agent going to tell you what other opportunities you have with other potential carriers? No, of course they're not because they're captive. They're, they're in bed with that one uh, insurance provider. It's a better, better use of your time and money to use a broker, at least for your home and for your, for your auto insurance, other insurances of that nature, uh, umbrella insurance, for example, because they're not captive and they have access to any number of providers and they can shop around. I'll tell you, the broker we use, as soon as he sees that our, our rates on a given property have, have jumped over some sort of, some, some percentage, he shops it. He says, all right, Andy, this, this one went up X percent. Here's another option. Here's another option above that. Coverage is all similar. You know, here's what's different. Here's the rates. I love that. I don't have to think about it because he is and he's got access to multiple multiple sources. So when it comes to auditing your insurance, it may come down to auditing who you're working with. Do you have the right people around you? Is your team, do you have the right team essentially? And shop around, simply shop around. Now, health insurance, different story. And, and that's, that's a common discussion that I see in, in real estate groups. People are, they're, they're building that net worth. They're, they're creating, they're adding to their cash flow every, every couple of months. They get a new house in their portfolio, more cash flow. That snowball's getting bigger and they're, they're starting to think about early retirement, exiting the workforce at 30 years old. Is it possible? It absolutely is if you're not stuck on that conventional wisdom path. But then the topic of health insurance comes up. How can I retire early and lose my employer's health coverage? Look, people do it all the time. People do it all the time. There are lots of options out there. And, and I've gone through this conversation as well. And I, what have I done? Gone out to that network and talked to people and said, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? Research, learn, because you're not alone in this. If you're operating as a lone wolf, that may be a problem. You need to get out and, and surround yourself with people that are doing what you want to do and doing it successfully. And that will help you answer that very question. If nothing else, had a little more cash flow by that plan, done. So going back to number seven, Improve your career. I didn't like the ordering that he put here in his article. Number seven, improve your career. Basically, do something to earn more. Do something to continue working. Ask yourself, do you really want to keep working for the next 10, 20, 30 years? That is the conventional wisdom path. Work until I've put enough aside in that 401k or that IRA account a big, big enough nest egg that I think I feel comfortable retiring. Yeah, looking at Medicare, early retirement, 62, maybe if I wait to 67, I'll get X percent more or even 72. What he's encouraging you to do here is to continue down that conventional wisdom path and that path gets very few people to the finish line. Rather, what you should do is what we talked about earlier, number five, go back and invest in yourself. 
and realize that there is an alternative path to grow your net worth to create that cash flow and to retire early. Of course, you know, you may love what you do. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, I love it when I talk to investors at Lifestyles Unlimited, say at one of the case studies when I go into town here. And hey, when well, you're meeting a new guy, what do you do? What are you, what are you invested in, et cetera? And still working. Wow, but I just heard about your portfolio. You're, you're financially free. You could retire. But I love what I do, he says. I say, okay, I respect that. You know, And quite frankly, having that double barrel income, both from that earned income, your job, your, your career, as well as that cash flow from rental real estate, hey, that's great. That's great. You got both coming in the door. Nothing wrong with that. So, but improving your career, laying a path that keeps you there longer, probably not the best way to go. Invest in yourself instead. So what I would tell you, steps to a higher net worth, number one, not a resolution, set concrete goals. Go listen to my show I did on uh, December 31st with Alex Clark. He talks about goal setting. Number two, get an education in real estate investing. Go check out lifestylesunlimited.com. Sign up for that free workshop or come out to a case study. And finally, number three, buy your first single family rental or get into your first multifamily passive deal and start to build that net worth. I thank you for listening. Remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. You have a good day. Thank you for listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. Join us next time. And until then, remember, it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. Information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.